It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi there, I'm Glenn Savile, and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. All right, what's up, guys? This is uh, the latest episode of the Always Race Day podcast. Ryan Blaney uh, just won himself a NASCAR Cup Series championship. We're going to get uh, Caleb, Josh, Noah, uh, everyone on here to break it down in a sec. Really want to thank uh, the Carlotto Group uh, before we get in the swing of things. I uh, wanted to keep this uh, short, but if you're looking for a car, that's the place to go. Uh, they allow us to do what they do, find folks over there. Uh, our presenting sponsors. So thank you once again to the Carl Auto Group uh, for being with us uh, for the entirety of the NASCAR season uh, and everything else too. Uh, for the Dirt fans, we're working on something a little special. Uh, we will have a weekend recap uh, episode coming out soon. It might be out Monday or Tuesday. Uh, just check our Twitter uh, and I'll have something up on that. But without further ado, let's uh, let's recap a championship. How about that? All right, guys, Josh, Noah, and Caleb are joining me now. Uh, Ryan Blaney, the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series champion. I'm, I'm sure we'll get to uh, mention Xfinity and Trucks like later, later in the episode. But uh, your guys' uh, first thoughts on Ryan Blaney, I think uh, I, do, I just got to get out of the way and say, like, deserving champion, badass race, badass finish, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it was really pretty freaking cool to watch him just t- just take it to him even after losing a couple spots on pit road yeah that was uh say that one more time in the playoffs he was deserving oh my god we're doing this again do i have to do my rant already while caleb's so caleb's cooking and i'm not putting yeah. down for this you know caleb's caleb's livid after the first two championships man i gotta eat but we we're on we're on year ten of this deal, right? Year nine, year ten. At this point, you Caleb, you are the embodiment, and you and everyone else with this format thing, the embodiment of the fifty-year-olds or higher that see Iowa State wearing black and white uniforms and say the same effing words of complaints and arguments against it despite having it explained to you, despite knowing it's not going to change anything, and you're just there running your mouth every time until the next time they wear black uniforms again. Just because we've been doing it for 10 years doesn't make it right. I, didn't, I never said that. I never said that. Not once was this about tradition. It's you know, just, that's, and it's that's just my how, line. That's my quote. It's just how here's it is now. And... Here's the thing. Yeah, but again, like we've said before, like when you look down the line – and you're like, oh, yeah, let's, you know, reminisce about the year 2023. And you're going to be like, who were the guys that were strong that year? And you can name three, four guys. And then you're like, oh, which, which one of them won the championship? Well, none of them did, actually. It's it's just, it's a joke. It really none of them joke. won. Ryan, Bl- Ryan Blaney, like, clutch drove his way into it. As did Christian Gravel. I mean, it was cool to see. He is the the best out of the three series in that example. It it got a little bit better throughout the weekend. The truck championship is the worst one. We'll get we'll get to that. But 
Yeah, I want to do. I want to do the truck thing as. If a, I may, I want to do the truck thing as its own separate thing. I don't blame you for bringing it up, though. Go ahead, Noah. If I may take a small victory lap, I just got my audio working, so oh, that's why you, I didn't say anything. Didn't for the first oh, okay. Minutes. You didn't tell me it wasn't working. No, no. no. no one said, go off about Blaney. Well, yeah, Noah, yeah. Said, Noah said we were going to start the show, and then immediately his camera's off, his mic's off, and he's just gone. No, yeah, there's something wrong with my with my headset. Yeah, but, all right, go out, go um, off about Blaney real quick. Those of you, yeah. So those of you that saw my article, uh, awesome work, really by the way. See that I picked Blaney. Thank you. Awesome um, on the last Blaney. podcast, he did. Um, and on the last podcast, I said Blaney's going to win it. And some people may attribute that to uh, my predisposition to want Blaney to win the championship. However, comma, I saw the signs coming in which was that he was clutching up. He just was, he was a different version of Ryan Blaney. He was the version that everybody thought he could be. He he was potential fulfilled versus potential unfulfilled. Like Kyle Petty once said, and 2011, Tony Stewart. Yeah. I mean, 2011, Tony Stewart, 2018. I, I wouldn't argue that, but 2018, Joey Logano closer to that for sure. Just, showing up in the playoffs when it mattered the most and having he had a really really good car here in the spring had a really good car here last year in the fall and so this is not a surprising result does he quote unquote deserve it on paper no um you could argue byron and hamlin and bell all kind of got gypped out of the title but Bell's brake rotors passed away. Hamlin didn't clutch up and Byron didn't have a good enough car in the end. And so the, the NASCAR world that we live in, it, love it or hate it. That's, that's just where we are. And so it was a fantastic race. All playoff hype aside. It was a fantastic race. I'm surprised Ross Chastain finished it. Um, I got a good, and, I got a quote speaking of Ross real quick here. Uh, yeah. This is from Jeff Gluck's Twitter, so I'll just read what Gluck tweeted. Um, but Ross Chastain says he was not going to wreck Ryan Blaney, uh, but he was going to use dirty air in every way possible to keep Blaney behind him. Uh, and Ross's quote was, I knew he was mad. I did not care then. I do not care now. I do not like green <laughs> eggs and ham. I didn't like them any. Kind of I, don't, I don't even know um, the rhyme anymore, the green eggs and ham stuff. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Um, on that, I did want to say, like, I mean... Noah is a big believer of lap cars have no rights. Uh, if it, if I'm there racing for nothing or racing for a race win, and I'm holding up a championship contender with dirty air and he should be past me, but because of this car and how it behaves aerodynamically, uh, I can at least really screw him up for a bit and get him to lose like eight tenths of a second trying to pass me and still not pass me. I don't know. I, I hope no one races Ross like that when he's going for a title. It'd be a damn shame. Yeah. It'd be a it's damn one shame. of those things where you can't a hundred percent fault him for doing it. Cause no, no, you know, you're trying to win a race. Job as a race car driver. Yeah. But also you, you know, when you're in that situation again, people are going to remember how you handled that when you weren't in that. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I'm I'm at my uh, parents' house. If you hear anything drop upstairs, there's like five cats, two grandmas, uh, and my the rest of my family. So sipping on a bush light here, celebrating the uh, end of most of the motorsport season. We still got some USAC races to go and uh, Australia stuff. But um, you mentioned Kyle Petty too. Uh, Kyle Petty had a quote about Ryan Blaney uh, and actually uh, trashed Ryan Blaney and then trashed Casey Kane um, and said uh, that the, let me get the actual full quote so I don't screw this up here. I know we said it on here before, but he said uh, Ryan Blaney is yeah. the Casey Kane potential unfulfilled. Everybody wants to talk about what he can do, but he never does anything. Um, and then he just tweeted uh, today because people kept receipts people tweeted them a lot after that um after the race today they they remembered what he said about it and he said thank you for all your kind tweets exclamation point i i sense a little bit of sarcasm there he says it's always amazing uh how many of you guys have never been wrong about anything congratulations to app blaney on an amazing drive the last two weeks championship earned shout out to kyle for telling someone congrats and not trashing someone while putting a quote out there. It's the first time he's done so in like four months of anything I've seen at least. Um, God, I, what I hate 
is he plays the victim, like acting like it's unfair that people are messaging him because he said something like that. But he trashed on both Ryan Blaney and Casey Kane and then acts like, oh, yeah, guys, I, I was wrong. It's simple. He, he doesn't need to trash on everybody. That's like all the guy does anymore. Every time I see his name in the news, he's throwing someone else under the bus. I also talked about his tweet in my preview article. Um, I, I think I recall saying, you know, if Blaney wins the championship this weekend, he'll do something that both Kane and Petty could not and win the championship. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I agree with you at, at that point. Like, why would you, you, you said something controversial. You, you, you wanted to be the bad guy, quote unquote, on that issue. Uh, not even that's issue, that's the so part that just, rubs me the wrong way the most because yes. I, we've had takes that are wrong Abs, absolutely yes thousand percent you can disagree with me on stuff too but i'm not throwing out 17 takes on an episode each one trashing one driver because i don't think he'll do good in the future and i just decided to trash him that day i i don't get it there probably has been episodes where you've done that exact same thing but 17 drivers caleb I probably for what they've done in the race that day. Sure. Not hypothetically. In the I'm, race. I'm not going to rule it out. It's, it's very possible. We do cover a lot We're of more likely to trash on NASCAR than anything else. I, I would yeah, I, yeah. I would say that for sure. But I mean, like if I just picked a kid out, like I don't, I don't, I was about to, I, you almost got me, Caleb. Screw you. You were setting me up there. <laughs> I'll just I'll pick up pick out my buddy Ayrton. It was like Genetin. a lot. Ayrton the new Casey Kane. He's unfulfilling, doesn't do anything. How about that? Someone from YouTube can clip that. We'll see if Ayrton gets a championship out of it. Good luck to my bud. Yeah, give, right. it, give it give it like a calendar year or so. Yeah. It'll, it'll be in six months or so. It'll be it'll be in Tulsa shootout. And he'll be like, there you go, that counts, right? Which it does, but um, no, but back to uh, that NASCAR race, um, the last 50 laps, like, and especially from that 30 lap mark, I, I was entertained. I was enthralled with what was going to happen. Kyle Larson just barely didn't have the car for it. If there's 20 laps in that race, we think it's even more epic than it was. You know, there's so many things that I thought if you're still like bullish on this format and you can't look at that and go, that was cool. Like, I don't know. I just, I, it worked today. It, I made the comment um, while we were watching it, that this was the best race for Phoenix as the finale so far. I feel like um, it just probably behind that. delivered and, you know, stage one was stage one. Everybody was feeling their car out, but once everybody was able to adjust on it and kind of, start messing with it and once the track kind of started to gain some more grip and, and develop some more lanes it really really was what everybody was hoping for when this became the finale i still don't love it as the finale i still forever and always will say homestead should be the finale until yeah. a meteor crashes into the earth and kills us all but yeah even after what we saw today i would i would go homestead i thought i mean i think phoenix puts on a really good like presentation for it i think they have everything there like figured out with that stuff um it'd be nice if the flag didn't fall out of the car but i think part of that was ryan blaney's uh <laughs> inability to hold on to it both while he was burning out and trying yeah. to burn the whole city down with his burnout so um no that was uh it was cool after the race. I still, I just like, I think Homestead's so perfect for it. And I feel like you get less of a arrow race there. And I hate that. That's what we're like deciding it on that. We're still talking about arrow, even with a new car. Okay. Can we talk about the dual yeah. burnout? That's too solid. Yeah. That was, was too solid. Say. Too solid of a take for me. Cause no one said a word. Yeah. The, the yeah dual I mean, burnouts was I don't cool. have anything to compliment. No, you're good. Comment on that. Like, I do think, uh, like, thank goodness we can, like, get off of the when is Ryan Blaney going to finish any race? Yeah. Like, close out. I mean, he, went after, he went and took it, and he was patient about it, too. He had that dog in him. And I, I say that, like, in yeah, you Noah know, is, like, uh, so uh, smart. He and he'll, that dog he'll, in him. he'll throw out this millennial Gen Z saying just randomly. And He's <laughs> him. Oh, He's man. him. Gosh. Literally, dude. <laughs> 
Raheem Blaney. Raheem Blaney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I it was, was, you know, it was a fantastic race. I like that. What do you, like Christopher Bell, like that just sucks that we couldn't see him go for it. What does anyone, you guys are more technically, um, I guess experience than I am. Like, is was he too hard on the brakes? Is that why the brake rotor uh, blew up? I. It was a weird situation. Got to be setup related because yeah. I didn't hear anybody else have brake issues, and I could be talking out of my ass and just not be knowledgeable. But he, it's probably a setup thing, and he probably was having to use too much of the brake um to get the car to do what he wanted it to do and just probably used it up honestly or some so some early failure. too yeah i mean it's it's a really really weird thing i remember you know back five six seven years ago it wasn't uncommon at phoenix to like melt a bead in your tire and that be what did you in or you know before a brake failure but having just a random rotor failure in you know early in the race is just very weird. It feels like it would have to be a setup thing or just like a genuine part failure rather than wear and tear. If I had to guess. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate to see him not get to race for that. Uh, at least early on, I didn't think he had the speed, but all the, all three of those other guys showed that it changed throughout the race. And Ryan Blaney's yeah. car got way better after that second to last pit stop. I don't know what adjustments they made there. That's my MVP of the race though, for sure. Whatever they did on that pit stop. Cause it, I mean, it'd like five laps for him to get his tires set in and everything. And after that, he was zooming. That team had maybe one bad pit stop. And then, I mean, the whole rest of the the day, they were on point with adjustments, with pit you, stops. You're talking about the last pit stop, right? There, no, um, I'm talking about a little bit earlier in the race. He lost a couple spots. He went back to about seventh. I think it was. I was gonna say it was like eleven point nine stop or something like that. And, like, yeah, I mean, he lost it was four on the last one. A little one, bit slower. But... Yeah, but I mean, you got to throw in the. Two those were two tires. Cars took two tires. A nine point nine. That's weird. That's still pretty good. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, no, I mean, much, I mean, like Custer yesterday, Custer took it back. He lost it on the restart. He took it back. Blaney, he, he didn't really, he lost it on pit road and then he just went out there and took it back. And yeah. He was, so, he was patient with it. I, I love that aspect. Like yes. how, um, how long he had to stay back there. Cause he had passed Larson a few times, but it had taken him laps and laps and laps and he was getting frustrated on the radio and that's, Oh, it's fair. You know, you're going to get frustrated. You're trying to pass for championships. The stakes are way higher. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was entertaining, uh, seeing those two battle throughout the day. Obviously, uh, get to the end of that one. And, um, it just seemed like Larson had, do you guys actually, I'll phrase it like this. Do you guys think William Byron could have drove any better in the last 30 laps? Cause part of me thought he wasn't being aggressive enough when they were closer together but maybe his car was just that far off. I think he drove the car the best he could. Maybe he wasn't as aggressive as he probably could have been, but overall I think he was giving more than what the car was capable of doing. Cause that car just ever since the, like he said the, in his interview, like the rubber built in and like ever since then it just got tight and it just couldn't maintain with the other guys. They, they couldn't, adjust on their car like everybody else could they started off on almost unbeatable um and then once you know the track rubbered up everybody got a chance to make adjustments and they just weren't able to keep up with the field or with the track as well as everybody else and so they still had a great car still had a great day but you know you factor that in and then towards the end um one thing that i saw immediately on the broadcast so Byron was kind of trying to mount a charge back at Blaney for the spot while right after he passed him, Busher ends up alongside Byron. And so then they get to battling just a little bit off the corner. It allows Blaney to kind of pull away and set sail on Larson. And so Byron also just kind of had to, to juggle, you know, the people behind him, like Truex and Busher who were better than him at that point in the race. And so they didn't end up getting past him but he also couldn't make any ground up at that point either. And so just, I think it's just a classic example of a car that started off dominant and they didn't do anything to it to keep up with the track the way they should have. And so, uh, you know, that's the end result. I think he and Larson both gave it absolutely everything that they had, but they just didn't have what the 12 had. 
Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, the one other thing I wrote down from the cup race was uh, Blaney on the in-car camera uh, flipping off Ross Chastain. I think that's the first time I've seen someone flip a guy off on the in-car, like in my life. I love it. It, it was pretty funny. I mean, shout out our tweet too. I mean, it blew up. <laughs> I, we get lucky with some of that stuff. I just so like, did Bell's um, brake lo- brake rotor. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bell's brake and, rotor was the thing that stood between me going three and three on the weekend. Yeah. He, I mean, they were they were also coming through the field. I can't I don't know. It does suck that we're not gonna we didn't get to see it's a lot of what if. Yeah. It is. But what a what a what a way to end the year. What if we had this great format back like before uh Maybe like four years earlier before Jeff Gordon retired. I think he'd have a couple more championships. Caleb, you care to weigh in? 21 Homestead. Oh, there's one. Good job, Noah. I, yeah. Who won that year? He's on the he, That was Kislowski. Kislowski won that year. Oh, Damon's going to shit on me for year. saying that. God damn it. Sorry, Damon. Yeah, J- Jeff Gordon. Caleb will too. Yeah, Caleb will also shit on you. I'm trying to bait him into it. He won't take it. He's just sitting there on mute. He's like biting his tongue until we get to this truck race recap. He's gonna he's gonna use all his lung capacity to yell about the truck race. Nah, I'm over it. I'm just it's it's stupid. You can't be over. Nope, we're on the podcast. You're back under it. <laughs> You're back into it. <laughs> You're back under it. We here we're here for the fuel and the fire. <laughs> Um, no, uh, real quick, uh, once again, thanks to the Carlotto group, uh, for being our presenting sponsors. We will have, uh, all the press conferences on YouTube. Uh, so check out the YouTube for that, uh, as well as the podcast. That'll be a regular thing in the future, uh, that we're able to do now. So, uh, appreciate everybody for that. Uh, check us out there. Um, we can talk Xfinity real quick. Cole Custer, was he plus 2000 again? Probably not that much. Probably not that much, but I... I like what uh, I like when Cole Custer wins. He's a he's a good dude. He's just an advocate for it. What's that? Fun fact: He didn't do it as much as uh, his competitors did this year. Oh no! What are we going to? Oh no! I guess he's got one more championship than his competitors do. Draw names out of a hat. I, I can name a lot of champions that had less wins than their competitors or less goals scored or less touchdowns or more. Well, what was it coming to the white? It was all four championship guys, four wide, one, two, three, okay. four. That's going and getting it. Feels, like, not, feels like they raced it out. Josh, am I right? Yeah. I'm they raced it out the and they oh, went okay. and got it. All right. Now, I'm it directly benefits me. I'm not a huge nope. proponent of, of the format. It's not my favorite, but it's in a the pure context entertainment of factor. nothing is going to change about me yelling at this cloud that is the playoff format. You sit and enjoy great championship battle. Seeing them four wide is fucking badass, dude. That's sick. Okay. You have to you have to admit that's cool. It is, but like we could have that without having it be a one race shootout. I mean yeah. No, you have four of them tied going into the you got a lot, you got have, a lot less to lose. It's really like tough to lot. have that. Yeah, like, I mean, that's like, people probably aren't going for it as much in that aspect. They would, would, they, would, have would, you finish, all, they would have to finish would, in a three race round, second, third, fourth, and fifth, and then uh, the same order of drivers, fifth, fourth, first, first, third, and second. And that that's the only way we would ever get this in the championship. Yes. Like they're you're not gonna have go getters like that in a different format. What are you gonna put in a three race championship round? What? What are you gonna put in a three race championship round? Like which tracks? Yeah. Just do the last three tracks. I, I mean, you don't have to. It's not like rocket science. You just extend the round. That's kind of like what we have now. It seems like a lot of logistical races. moving pieces. Yeah, well, let's go eight wide. We'll put eight drivers in the final race, and then we'll. Well, that's not that's not what Caleb's saying. I get like that's the gripe everybody has, but it is set up now how NASCAR wanted it to be. They wanted to have a game seven moment. They want 
that all that all those fireworks in that last race and i promise you're not getting that with a three race round you're going to be watching the same drivers go after it but you're going to be like oh he's in second and this guy's in fourth and he has to get to, if he gets to third he wins but if he gets to first then he wins and if this guy gets 17th he'll actually win because he won the first two races in the round but he's 19th now and we're three laps to go and i don't know where the battle's at and i'm doing math in my head Whereas this is just, okay, cross the line first, you win. I think it's way easier for the casual fan. It's, I don't know. That's it, always what I've advocated is how you break uh, your, yes. your target environment and get more viewers. This is the way to do it. This is how uh, you get back to what it was back in the day. Where uh, everyone, I don't know if you're ever going to get that. But this is this is the idea, though. This is the goal, and it's obviously, in in my opinion, it's advocating for more views than what the, the old format would down, be. Josh, from when this year to last, but I know well, how, what was I the format last year. I say, I say it. Yeah, they were they were down this year to last. Same format. We'll see. But last year to, or I'm sorry, two years ago to last year. Last year, like ran the field with it. Like, yeah. The, well, and the ratings are down this year because of so many events that were impacted by weather. Like that. That does not help. Um, that's what they said yeah. in their, their yeah, state that's... of the sport press conference too. Hmm. That's part of it. I think I knew something. And so yeah, I say that. I say that very tongue in cheek. What? Oh, you know, what's the ratings like? But. I don't know. I just, you know, from a pure entertainment standpoint, it's entertaining as a racing purist. Maybe it's not the best thing, but it's fun. And it fun. that's what it needs to be. If it wasn't fun and it was this, then I'd be like, this is bullshit. Let's change it. But yeah, I, and the thing, it's just like, it, let's get to the truck race. Cause I'm sure we're, we're going to come right back to this point. Uh, ben Rhodes ends up uh, beating Grant Enfinger, uh, Grant, a uh, friend of the podcast. Very sad for you, buddy. Congrats on the runner up though. Really appreciate, uh, you coming on just a year and a half ago. Uh, but damn, let's, uh, see if you can go get one in 24. Hopefully Stuart Friesen's in the final four with you. Um, no, Grant could have taken out Ben. I I, I, he, he went for it. I'm not going to think. I don't think he, he went for it. No, no, no. no. I don't think I watched that replay. I don't think he went for it. I he could have sent Ben to the cactus on the front. Yeah, track. no, I, I didn't think he went for it at all. He went for it cleanly. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, he, I, I was saying, saying he could have sent him. Gonna, yeah. He yeah. wasn't going to dump him, but if he got, if like he drove in there with the intent of trying to get the bumper, but without obviously like, Ben drilling him 20 miles per hour fast. Oh, no, I, I would have wrecked him and said I would have wrecked my grandma to win too. Like it's champion. Tony. That's the whole that's the whole thing. Like that's that would be the one time where the other guy like would look around and go, yeah, that's that's fine. Wrong place, wrong time. I at least I think. Maybe maybe you're gonna be pissed. I don't know. But Caleb, do you have all I care is we got another Ben Rhodes interview. But yeah. what did it cost? Oh man, dinosaurs aren't real. That's what it costs. The Ben Ben Rhodes like drunk alter ego left. Ben Rhodes is drunk alter ego is like one of my favorite people in the world. It's so funny. Ren Bodes. And if you if you can't find enjoyment in that, and you're gonna walk around all weekend bitch about the format and that, like, you just go get a life. I guess find something fun. That, pretend it's fun, I suppose, but. I loved it. I, I had one guy that was really pissed at Ben Rhodes on Saturday uh, for doing that. And that's like the only negative comment I've seen from it. So Caleb, I'm, I'm disappointed. Oh, for him. Yeah. So we got, we got to talk this Corey Heim and Carson Hosevar. Uh, there's what 37 to go on the race or so. And Hosevar goes in a little too high accidentally wrecks Corey Heim. I believe it was an accident from what he was saying on his radio. I think on the restart after that, I think host of our, like either drove very passively and allowed cars to pass him or just said like, I don't deserve to win this by staying up the front here and just went to the back. I think he was just so upset and, and like frustrated He's with distraught. himself. Yeah. I think he just wasn't, focused up like he you know would have been uh so i got caleb i gotta ask you on this i'm sure i'm sure you have a rant on this but Corey heim comes back later on 
takes out Carson Osovar and basically costs Grand Enfinger the championship. Now, I do want to say I don't think he costs him the title because I don't trust the Truck Series roster to stay green in the final 10 laps. I mean, it, the, the whole thing was just a disaster. So it's hard to even say like, well, if this, then this, if this doesn't happen, this, this, that, this, because there was so much like, it wasn't like there was like one caution and that was like the deciding factor. There was 30 laps of overtime. So um, yeah, it's definitely wasn't Heim's finest moment. You know, if he could have just kind of kept his head on, who knows what could have happened. I was uh, fine with it. He got wrecked. Well, you wrecked the guy. He was going to win the race. You wrecked the guy back. Yeah, but if there's another caution or whatever, I mean, you stand the chance to still get a championship at that point until you junk your own truck. So from that yeah. perspective, I'm, I'm all for, like, I totally understand and think it was fine that he also wrecked Hosevar, but that probably wasn't the time or place because you still have – a, a chance um that was like noah today during the cup race kept saying like oh well blaney might get to chastain and wreck him why would you even risk that chance why would you even risk it so like if i'm heim i well, know if you, can, if you can dump a guy and drive away like you're good yeah but you don't know that that i mean that's not how like that's not what heim ended up doing either <laughs> well yeah, like uh, riddle, answer me this, because I no, no, Josh, no, Josh, do that again. Say, riddle me this. I want riddle I me this. this. It's not really a riddle me this, but it's more of like a. <laughs> give, I need an answer because I missed. Yeah, I missed it like this part because I was kind of watching on my phone without sound. Did Heim get penalized for taking out Hosevar? No, and the reason he no. didn't was because after the race they asked him if he did it on purpose, uh, and he said no. I didn't even see that he was there. Well, okay. I was just more the fact of did they penalize him like right after? Oh, so, no, oh, no it was tied there. But this oh, is okay. that's crazy. Yeah, he said the side force. Sorry, my, my grandmas were saying goodbye to me. Should I go up and? Oh, it, it's goodbye, Connor's. I'll call, call them tomorrow. Goodbye, Connor's grandmas. I just yelled up there. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, no, the, but. This is another example of what NASCAR created when they penalize people for wrecking people because the comments on. The tweets of that quote were just dragging Corey Heim. This piece of shit kid getting everything spoon fed to him his whole life. Blah blah blah. Yeah, no, that's the guy like on fifth. Nope, all that's, your guys. That's the guy on the other end. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, I get what you're saying. These are just comments I was reading last night or Friday night. This, I mean, everyone against him because he lied and said I didn't see him there. Didn't mean to wreck him. And it's just well, to get penalized. Okay, he, I was he gonna benefits say from nothing by going. Yeah, I fucking killed him going in the corner. Yeah, literally, like, he, like, he, he benefits from it when it, it's a big quote online and it's like a funny like. Hamlin says the same quote, thing. At literal Phoenix video of him this year. What's that? Hamlin says the same thing at Phoenix earlier this year and admits to it, and boom, money fine. Money's I know, fine. Like, Don't fine him for that. Shit. You should be able to say you wrecked someone on purpose and not get fined, not get penalized. That should be a total fine thing to do because otherwise you're calling your Boys drive. have at it. Bring it back. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's so stupid to me because it's every time it happens and no one's smart enough to remember that, like, that's why they're lying. I've had every right to take Hosevar out and Grant had every right to go break his nose after the race for doing it. Like, it just, just yeah. Which, host, even Hosevar was like, that's fair. Like, the wonderful the world of the, day, of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Yeah, at the end of the day, Hosevar was like, even. I know I'm not. And like, kudos to him. This won't come as a surprise. Grant is much more mature than I am. I would have ripped his head off. No, and Enfinger handled that with more class. Than no, I would have gone. I would have gone to get a hockey jersey out of my closet in my RV, get some gloves on, and like and then, gloves then out. Gloves yeah, off. a little distraction. Get the jersey over. Yeah. It definitely was not the finest moment for several truck series drivers. Well, more like I also want to know, like, I also want to know how many people were complaining about the truck series that just don't watch truck series races. A lot of people expose themselves. Well, did you also see like they have shit every, shows like once a month? All the cup guys just ran host of ours to the ground, too. All the cup guys ran the entire series and the, to the ground by the end of well, the Well, yeah, but I mean, what was was it Reddick's comment? Yeah, he called like, him a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. 
Brett Moffitt Moffitt stuck up for Caleb. He tweeted, unbelievable. There you go, Caleb. He's on your side. I just, like, yeah, the truck truck race finish was, like, an embarrassment to the truck series, but also Uh, at the end of the day, like, that series, it it was entertaining. So, well, I don't know if I'd call it entertaining because at a certain point, the whole playoff aspect, when you have mostly. When you have these races like this, because the truck series is notorious for doing stuff like this, especially in their finale. They've done it before. And so I believe that the truck series would benefit from two things. Number one, I think that if you want to have a playoffs, quote unquote, that's fine. I I don't think I'd make it the elimination style. I I don't I don't know if I like that for them the way that they they have raced and everything. Oh, I, just, I like I, it even more for the trucks and like for the younger like for the I, leagues. I will understand. Like, like, give me some excitement rather than like watch a guy run away from it. And I thought like Heim wrecking himself that showed he didn't want the championship. To me. Sorry, John. And, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Um, so going back to it, obviously I know you mentioned it and I obviously know this, that Sue Friesen, great guy on the podcast, but friend of the show, the, what by was the it? way, ruined his night. But what was, yeah. But the Martinsville race when he was in a must win and literally right reared someone on the front straightaway to try to get in. Yeah. We'll cut like, this part out. Don't worry. Stuart, guys, got you. If you're watching this guys right now, will, something went horribly wrong. They will kill someone to try to get in. Like they will ruin someone else's truck to do whatever it takes to move on. They'll do it on accident. I I remember, man, it was, I think 2021 and I had a buddy in town for the weekend at my parents' house and we woke up at 11 AM to watch like a Pocono race and they like could not finish it. I mean, there was like two green flag laps completed in the entire race and it's only gotten worse. There's just a lot of young kids in that series that still have to learn how to drive higher horsepower cars that drive a little differently than stock cars. And you can tell me that ARCA cars go faster at Daytona. That's completely fine with me. This happens at every other racetrack. Yes. Well, and that goes into my... Oh, go ahead, Caleb. Go ahead. The the model now, though, is like you're, you're just getting these people in here that that's that's how they are and it's not going to change and it's so deeply ingrained i mean it's your money drivers well, the, the money output from nascar that goes to the cup series that compared to like xfinity and trucks it's like 90 to 10 percent 10 percent being xfinity and trucks combined and i think the trucks are like three or four and xfinity's six or seven then um they need to get some more money into that truck series so that there's less pay for play riders well but here's and the thing so, too, drive, sorry the the thing is along with the, the model so like you have built a championship based off of winning the only way that you basically stay in the series unless you're like fully funded is by winning and being a champion and you can't tell me like okay cole custer he doesn't have to drive through anybody because daddy is the vice president of the company okay so he doesn't have to make a name for himself are you throwing a shot at xfinity champion cole custer listen the xfinity champion listen most of those guys like John Hunter Nemechek, deeply rooted in Toyota, you know, like he's, he's got his future plan, but then you go to the truck guys and you've got your, your people like Ben Rhodes, you've got your people like, uh, Carson Hosabar, like they're not guaranteed to be around if they're not performing. So I think in the truck series, you look at the truck series and you could go very deep in the field to find, you know, half three fourths of that field is in a situation where unless they make a name for themselves, they won't have a name and they won't be in the field. So I think that's a lot of it too, is you've, you've basically said, okay, 
you know, you want to be successful, you have to win championships and races. And in order to do that, you kind of have to be aggressive sometimes. And so I think we've, we've put these people in this position and we've essentially kind of set them up for failure. And now we're like, why, why is this happening? Like, but you've taken all these people and you're like, you want to stick around, you need to win. If you want to get championships, you need to win. But now when it's, I'm going to do whatever I need to, to win, we're like, well, why are you doing this? <clears throat> well, I th- and so I, don't know, was- I think I don't know. I, I think like the minor leagues have been like that though. Like you need to stick out. It's easier to stick out now when the cup guys aren't coming down and racing more than five times a year. And it is, but I'm going to say a couple names that would agree with you. Uh, Steven light, um, Scott Wimmer, even though he ran cup for a bit, um guys that didn't get Hosevar's really getting really a cup ride next year. I don't know why you're talking yeah. about if he doesn't win a championship, he'll be out. He, I think he's getting a cup ride next year. That's the rumor. Yeah, but that's not the the point is you hold that championship forever. So like let's say that this cup ride fails he goes to the next team and there's a big difference in, Oh, it's Carson Hosevar versus it's truck series champion, Carson Hosevar. Like it makes a big difference. And that's where I say too, with like Hunter Nemechek, Hunter Nemechek has been dominant. He's had a dominant champion. Daniel Suarez missed the playoffs this year by a lot. And you know what? He's still the Xfinity series champion. If you, okay. if he performs, if he performs like he has been, you probably say, well, you get rid of him. But like the marketing behind that, you, you like, that's the thing people need to understand too. Jeff Green's you, a former Bush series champion. <clears throat> and look how long he's stuck around. <laughs> no, but you Jeff put yourself in a corner with this right, argument. Right, if we can just right. get some more example, if you give me and Noah like 24 hours, we're just going to like have a 70 driver list. Hey, I don't even have to explain why this, why this is different. <laughs> Oh yeah, go for it, Noah. That's that's the thing with with sponsors too, though. Is it makes a big difference if you go to, you know, X company and use not not the actual company X because that would just be stupid. But um, if you go to you know blank company and you say, hey, I want sponsorship for my driver. He finished fourth in that truck series that one time, or he is a truck series champion. I can tell you which one companies would rather get behind. So yeah, there's a I lot think... that comes to it. And I, I do think John Hunter Nemechek is a great example. He dominated a truck series season, should have been like the champion, didn't. Then like this season, he dominated the Xfinity series, should have really you know been the champion. We should be looking at John Hunter Nemechek and saying, this kid now has won a truck series championship. He's won an Xfinity series championship. We should be talking about how John Hunter Nemechek is like, you know, lighting up the world and a, a dominant force. But now we're looking and we're like, well, he hasn't done shit. I disagree. Like, I think John Hunter is one of the best guys who isn't in cup full time right now. I'd put him top three in my yeah, rank. Yeah, John Hunter Nemechek hasn't done shit. Except you just, ha- you just have to not be dumb. NASCAR like Cup race like no Texas. John Hunter Nemechek is super successful, really good. Fought his way into the truck, like had to go back to the truck series, prove himself, yeah, proved cool. himself without even winning a championship and could have won another one this year, and he's still good. Like, it doesn't make him worse. Here's, here, you don't call him, don't you don't call him championship anymore. less, John Hunter Nemechek. Okay. The minor leagues would benefit, in my opinion, and this is a little bit of a segue, but this was part two of my points here. Um, the truck series in particular would benefit from some more veteran full-time talent, I feel like. Like, if I'm Ryan Newman, why are you walking around part-time for Rick Ware and Carl Rick Ware racing. Shade? Just, I mean, he was 34th today. That's piddling around. Well, Matt Crafton hit. If behind you the really stack race, Matt you Crafton want to race, Matt Crafton hit behind the stack yeah. of tires to punch Nick Sanchez in the face. So I don't, I don't know if we need more veteran leadership, if we need more veteran drivers, or if we need more veteran. I'm not saying that the young talent's going to benefit. No, no, no. It's just, it's the just the lead, it's the leadership, it. it's the leadership aspect of if you want those kids to learn things, you need to teach that you need to have the guys that race against them every week teach them and not be dumb you know we've seen but then you also have dumb things 
You also have the issue of then you get two dudes mad at each other and one of them's 16 and the other one's 42. Yeah, it's sports. So they can fight. I, I, I'm so like, this is the immaturity in me coming out. You're sporting competitors. If, if you don't want the 16 year old to get punched in the face, get one of the big pit crew members to walk with him back to the garage or whatever. I don't, I don't, I'm not advocating for anyone jumping people. I will. I don't, I'm not trying to say that, I hope not. but if you're worried about that, there's easy ways around that, which just includes the guy that is fueling the car with gas to walk back with the driver. That's that's simple. Right. Um, but it, it just goes like, into this whole thing of we have these kids put in this position and then they do something dumb and then everyone hates them for it and it either looks like they learn or they just absolutely do not and i can't remember like the ratio to it but the the ones that came away looking like they learned from it are very slim and so another another thing too um i somebody actually asked me about this um, what's the cup series going to look like as far as young technos, let's say in about five years, because the era of Gordon and Johnson and Stewart Edwards, Earnhardt Jr. Harvick, it's over now with Harvick gone. You put Barry in that car. The, really the veteran leadership in the garage now is Truex Jr. And Hamlin. And then Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano. Those are the, those are your, your kind of now. And so, those guys, you know, all conceivably, I mean, with the exception, I think, you know, everybody feels like Truex is any day now. Hamlin, you know, within the next five years, but like Bush and, and Kislowski and Logano still got a lot left in the tank, at least five, ten, you know, five, ten years. And so all this young talent that's coming through the ranks, and there's a lot of it, and we all know that. It's starting to feel like we might be, and I mean, I'm I'm pressing the panic button in a hypothetical maybe a little too soon, but I'll fully acknowledge that. Might be headed kind of a little bit for like that late 2000s stalemate, if you will, where we were having guys that were winning rookie of the year, not running the full schedule because all the full-time rides you know, are filled and they're filled for the foreseeable future with these young drivers. And so, you know, seeing some of these older guys just straight up retire, um, some of them will not end up really going through the ranks. So like somebody like Ben Rhodes, who's only what, like 25 or something, 26, if I remember correctly, he could be in the truck series for a long time, just purely because the, the, the doors may not open as often as it feels like they have been opening in the last, you know, five or 10 years here. And so I, I think that that's, that'll be something that that'll be interesting to see. And that's something that will be very interesting to watch um, as, as time progresses. Cause I think that if some of these guys, if we get some more truck series lifers, some more Xfinity lifers, like all Geyer, for example, um, you'll see the products kind of improve a little bit just because, the young talent will have nowhere to go really. And so it, it'll either be young guys are staying in the developmental series, quote unquote, for a long period of time, or these guys, when they make it to cup, if they don't perform all of a sudden, they're doing a John Hunter Nemechek and they're in the truck series again, or in the Xfinity series again, kind of like what the Benedetto did just as an example. And so um, really, I know I've kind of been rambling about it, but really it'll just be interesting to see, what this changing of the guard for the sport really means, because I know that this weekend star power was something that got discussed quite a bit. Well, your stars are here. Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, all first time champions in the last three years, your stars have arrived. They're maturing before your eyes and they're becoming household names is each year progresses. And so the, the, the guard has changed. It's, it's officially changed with Harvick gone. I feel like it's, it's a completely different era. And so these guys in 10 years will be household names and they'll be legends of the sport as well. And so they'll be interesting to watch. I don't know if you guys have anything you want to add. Good story. That's, that's Gosh. <laughs> hard. Can we take an analysis from you? Can we talk about how Harvick ended with yet another consecutive top 10 finish at Phoenix? 
Harvick is a guy well. that never fell off. He never lost a beat his entire career. Kevin Harvick was a contender. Even if he had, he had that really, really long winless stretch uh, after it he was, won the 500, he didn't win again until 2010. He still was, was competing for wins. It, it was literally and all Stuart Haas. Yeah, he put that he never fell on off. his back this year. He's, he's the epitome of a Hall of Famer, and the sport will be worse without him. It will be fun to see him in a broadcast role. And I really especially liked his interview with NBC talking about his his desires and his dreams for that broadcaster role and, and some of the things that he he wants to do with that. So yeah, that made uh, me he's, like he's, him. He's great for the sport. It'll be fun. That made me like him a whole lot more. Uh what he said about that. And not I tweeted this part of it. You guys are gonna immediately jump to, oh, he likes it because he said something about F one. Um, but he's he said we have the same star power we have just as much just as many big names we have just as many storylines we just have to tell them uh and i i fully believe that he's very very much correct um i'm excited to see what he can do there and uh salutations to eric almarola too god there's no good way to say that word i'm retiring salutation no, I'll put no. it, I, I swear jar next to my laptop i'm not saying that again um we, we i'll be saying sayonara yeah, Eric Eric Omarola's surprise win at New Hampshire was a memory I won't forget in a long time. That was like it, it was a big upset that day. I uh it was cool. I mean fun career for him. He gotta live out his dream. Uh whether or not you thought he stayed in the car too long, he brought that sponsor with him and uh still got wins uh every here and now and uh Chase Elliott didn't get a win this year. So I think they need to make a change by and the he conducted nine. himself the right way. Yes, that we should not stop with Eric Almarola. I changed subjects too early. Sorry, guys. Yeah, he uh, Eric was always just a great dude. Is Greg Biffle maybe a little less spicy? Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. He was. Yeah, he he was he was good for the sport. Um, he he plain bagel, plain cream cheese, decent breakfast. Just, yeah, he he was a very very consistent, solid driver. He, he could bring you home a, a good finish if you needed it. And he'd pull out a win every so often. Uh, I mean, he got that ring short in Daytona win for Petty. Um, he he won Talladega in 2018. He almost made the final four in 2018. Finished fifth or sixth in points that year, actually. And so um, he, he was a, just a very solid, consistent driver. Won at every level um, and was good for his sponsors. So it'll, you'll also be missed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, good, uh, good new quote from, uh, Blaney's press conference. Uh, he was asked about his run in with Ross Chastain and, uh, I don't know what the question leading into it was, but it says, uh, well, fucking right. I hit him on purpose. He blocked me 10 times on purpose and was backing me up to Larson. Yeah. So. Like, like I said, yeah, you know, Ross has the right to do that, but it'll come around eventually. In Caleb's very fair world, because we have to treat everybody the same way and we don't put context into anything, uh, we are fining Ryan Blaney and we're penalizing him 50 driver points. He'll now finish fourth and Kyle Larson will win the title. Congrats, Caleb. That's a deserving <laughs> champion now. <laughs> okay. All the, dude, the Dirt fans listening are going to love you at the end of this episode. They, you got to I mean, person. You've completely redeemed yourself on their side of the shoes. Was I not their favorite to begin with? <laughs> when you almost said we, what did we say? Danny Lasoski, Jim Kohler, and then I made up a third name, and you had to pick the sprint car driver, and you waited thirty seconds to figure out your answer. I think they started hating you then. No, because I think I started to say something, but we then you started set, to talk we, over me. We did set Caleb up pretty bad for that, so that's on us mostly. And I still got it. I still got it right. You did still get it right. That was the impressive part. We we had. I know you had a one and three shot, but we were very confident you weren't going to get it because I think the name I made up was. We were like, that sounds like a dirt guy. Yeah, he'd be a dirt racer. Oh, man. <clears throat> uh, fun fun season. Um, yeah, I still got it right, and I don't think I put that one up. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, no, uh, I guess I'll leave you guys. We'll we'll end on this question. How many championships does Ryan Blaney end with in his career? 
Josh says two. That was I was thinking two. I was I was thinking two. I was gonna go three, but I was like, mm, it just kind of depends because obviously he's shown flashes of not having the speed it's or so Penske not having the speed. In this format. Yeah, I. Yeah, I say two. I want to also say right now though that Joey Logano will be in the final four next year. Oh yeah, because he alternates even numbered year, even year. <clears throat> he has been. Okay. He was booking it. I literally said something too, and my grandpa was like, "Oh, that's just coincidence." And I was like, "It's been eight years now. I don't know." <laughs> it's it's all nine all, years. It's scripted. Right? Yeah, it's scripted. Um, real quick, uh, why don't we market final four appearances more? To your point of the Xfinity Championship thing. As far as what? Uh, Xfinity Final Four contender, John Hunter Nemechek. Truck Series top four finisher, championship race participant. You can word that. Not, they, they only ever market those for the it's a Final Four. Every year this time of year. So you, mark, you, you say to the sponsor, uh, he was a Xfinity uh, top four series contender, which is the equivalent to like making the final four in March Madness. Cause that's copyrighted. Or like runner ups. You got, yeah, you kind of have to finish second to do the runner up thing, but yeah, yeah. Same different, but well, like, yeah. why don't we value final four appearances? I think we should. There's a ton of guys tied at the top of the cup one for uh, five of them. It's not a championship. That's what we're here it's a for. It's a Final Four comparison, and then you say they're not deserving. But then I, I say, like, here, how about this? We can at least alleviate it a little bit. And you go, that's stupid. Throw it out the window. Because you, don't, you can't just, like, make it up. The re, like, we, we I'm not making anything up. Like, it's a start. I know, but, like, okay, but if we're going to go off stats, let's talk about the Truck Series stats. <laughs> okay, then Corey Heim, most wins, 2023 Truck Series. There. I you, think look at 30, like, you look at 38 different categories and your truck champion was not the best in any of them. No, I saw the graphic you're talking about and he's listed right in the top front and center. It says champion and then it says Ben yeah. Rhodes right next to it. It's what it says. And I, I wish with everybody else that it said Grant Enfinger. I do. But it says Ben Rhodes. He's on the graphic. There you go. And by the way, when have you like pointed out one of those stats and said like he led in this stat and that's why he won the championship? He he didn't lead in any of those. That's why his name isn't listed under any of no, those. No, but no one no one's ever said like, oh well, he didn't lead in top ten percentage, so screw him. I know, but the thing is, he's like it's you pull out all of it, and he's not on any of it. There's a any lot of arbitrary of stats on there. I could let me. I, I'll go find some that. That's, that that's correct. There is a whole bunch of arbitrary. I did the drunkest press conference. He's got two of those. Okay, it's two more than anybody else. Give me about four press conferences and I, I'll take care of it. I, it's going to be tough to beat. The rumor was that like 10% or 10 minutes before his presser, he was completely sober, which I don't think he was completely sober. May, I, Davey Siegel's smart. He wouldn't, I don't, I don't think he was, that's who put it out there. I don't think he uh, missed, like judged him or anything, but I think they drank a lot of champagne in nine, 10 minutes. He wasn't as drunk as the first one, I don't think. He also he also has said though like he made the comment that he doesn't drink a lot so his tolerance probably isn't that high either. Lightweight so, Ben Rhodes. Yeah. Well, plus keep in mind too you're in Phoenix in a car yeah. for three hours. Like you're you're gonna you're be dehydrated. Yeah. You're low on body fat. Like I don't know if it's the same in trucks, but low Chase on body Elliott, fat high on Chase Elliott loses nine pounds every time he races. I like, should just start driving race cars, guys. I'd look really good. <laughs> I think you have to gain it back during the week. Yeah, so no. you can operate at a deficit. You have to drink water. Have to. You have to drink water and be able to like sustain that. There's water and beer. No, I just drive race cars. There's water in bushes. Somebody put me in a car. That's my weight loss program. <laughs> Putting you in a car? Yeah, but no, put me in a race car specifically. Okay, gotcha. All right. Not just it's a car. Morning. Yeah, if I lost if I lost weight every time I got my Nissan, I'd I'd be in Des Moines every day just 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 as part of my workout. I'd just go drive. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, considering Ben Rhodes is like Josh's size too. Like there's no yeah, I I can see the little uh, 
That wasn't a short joke to John. What the fuck? All right, yeah, yeah, it came off bad because I was waiting 30 seconds to say it. I probably should just threw that one in the trash. Um, you guys do like, you don't look alike, but I feel like if you grew out his, your hair like his, you could. Close enough. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Okay. Yeah, take it out the car. That's good. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, uh, I think that's all I got. Much worse things to be called. Is there anything? Uh, yeah. Is there anything? That's uh, all I got. Anything you guys want to end on? Are we good? Um, I just uh, you know, congrats to Stan for winning today. There, mentioned it. Yeah, congratulations to everybody that won this weekend. Uh, congratulations to everybody in the industry on another great year. Um, What's the same? We have been. We are the enough. first people that will be highly critical. We are the first people that will be highly critical. There's no, no we are uh, not the first people that will be highly yeah. critical. We're like the 15th. I will. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Next but, year, next year, Noah, yeah. every, everything someone screws up, I need a tweet in 15 seconds. I can, I can make it happen. Yeah. Typos, typos, <laughs> instant or, reaction. Or yeah. Instant react. I will type like an 80 year old man on Facebook. <laughs> man. But, uh, fun yeah. Uh, congrats to Ryan Blank. Noah nailed it. I don't know if you guys read his preview. He freaking kicked it out of the park. Uh, I loved it. So um, we'll have stuff up on YouTube and everything. Check out the website. Uh, look for the Dirt Show Monday or Tuesday. I'm working on a couple of things with that. But either way, we'll recap it one of those days. Um, there's a doubleheader basketball game in Ames tomorrow. So I will be there most of the day, but just look for that. We're busy time of year, crossover season in my neck of the woods, but uh, doing a lot of stuff, getting ready for a big 2024. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the YouTube, uh, subscribe to Spotify, like everything. Uh, tell Carl Auto Group uh, that we're awesome. Uh, go buy a shirt, go to our pen tweet, buy a shirt, support us any way you can. We really appreciate it. And we can't wait for uh, 2024 uh, to see all your faces again. So appreciate you guys. And uh, congratulations again uh, to Ryan Blaney and uh, team Penske for winning the 2023 NASCAR cup series championship.